0: Welcome to another podcast edition of the Drake Football Coaches Show with Head Coach Todd Stepsis, Chuck Reed, along with all the assistant coaches, as today on February 5th is the second signing day to become a Drake Bulldog and
1: playing the Pioneer Football League. Coach, how you doing? Everybody's great. Uh, a lot of hard work went into this, um, you know, not only from the guys sitting around this uh, in the room here, but Man, uh, our wives put in a lot of a lot of work uh, behind the scenes. They came to dinners with us, and um, you know the players hosting these recruits and uh, people across campus making this place uh, you know feel like what it is, and it's it's home to all of us and it's home to our players. And now uh, we're adding some more. 14 in the first signing session, and then today
0: you'll link 22 more to make it a class of 36. Got to be very pleased with that number.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, not only the number and how it's going to allow us to have some depth within our roster, but the quality of the 36. You know, there's not a guy on that list that I would think is a a project. You know, they all come in with some talent, some skills that uh, we can definitely work with to help us win some games. Talk
0: about what you tried to address with this recruiting class because I noticed one thing right away is. This is probably one of the fastest recruiting classes. Drake's brought in quite some time.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've always been able to attract size. It feels like, you know, if you look over time, we've always had big linemen. We've always had, uh, you know, decent big-skill guys, but we've we've lacked um, maybe overall athleticism. And, and if you think of the, t- the games that we lost, uh, that was probably the biggest discrepancy is, uh, you know, we're just out-quicked or, or out-athleted at some spots. So um, that, was, uh, you know, that was a point of emphasis um, Definitely in this class, but you know, since I took over a year ago, um, we needed to get faster. You know, we, we needed to stop looking necessarily at height and, and more about playmaking and overall speed. So, yeah, there's definitely some guys in this group that can fly.
0: And one other thing I notice is these guys come from all over. Oh yeah, California to South Carolina, Minnesota to the north,
1: Texas in the south, basically. All parts of the country. Oh, yeah, there isn't a – no stone unturned. You know, the staff does a great job of not only in the areas that they visit but then also exploring other areas as well. All right, uh, let's start
0: with the 14. Not the forgotten 14, but the first 14 uh, who signed earlier this year. They include uh, offensive lineman Rent Addis, Junon, a running back, Isaac House, an offensive lineman, Bennett Krebs, another offensive lineman, Ben Millman, a tight end. Tim Nesledge, a wide receiver, Sam Rodriguez, an H-back, Ethan Roman, a defensive lineman, Keon Smith, Riley Theobald, Jacob Thompson, a linebacker from here in Iowa, Jeremy Villalobos, Jackson Williams, and Cam Woolery, a defensive lineman. So those were the 14 that
1: really got this class rolling and got it started, yeah, they sure did, and I, I definitely wanted to make sure they that we didn't forget about them because you know that that was a heck of a start to this recruiting cycle to get those fourteen guys uh signing on the dotted line in December and really foregoing uh another month of recruiting, you know I think a lot of high school seniors they kind of enjoy the recruiting process and they like going on visits and like feeling loved, and you know those guys they came early and They knew that this was the place for them, and then they had the guts to pull the trigger. And so, you know, those 14 definitely uh, deserve a lot of credit in getting the the momentum going for this class. All right,
0: let's move on to the 22 that have inked today. We'll start with uh, the D-backs and Andrew Bramlett from Woodbury High School in Minnesota, recruited by Coach Warehead.
2: Yeah, man, Drew uh, was a kid who came here in the summer, and, and I know Coach Boss will touch on it, but really shined in our camp. And awesome kid to recruit. Um, love his energy, love his fire. Um, just really a joy to have him around and, and uh, get to know him. So I'll let Coach Boss talk about him.
3: <clears throat> yeah, like, like Coach Ware said, we got a, I got a chance to work with him at camp, um, like a lot of these guys. Um, and on film, you could see that he was physical. Um, and so one of the things I wanted to see is, okay, how, is, for a big body, how athletic is he And when he got to camp? He moved really, really well for a big body, great hips, played the ball well. Um, So we were really excited to to have that kind of size um, with
0: the speed in the back end. All right, let's move on to another D-back, Tony
1: Graham, coming all the way from Liberty, North Carolina. Yeah, we we don't get a ton of North Carolina guys, but I think we might have to start. Um, (laughs) You know, a lot of times when we get uh, players out of our primary territories, there's a connection somehow, some way. And um, a former coach uh, by the name of Khalil Carter, who um, works in ministry here in town, but you know he's coached in the CFL. He coached here at Drake. Um, phenomenal athlete himself. Uh, you know the genetics were also in, in Tony, so they're um, they're related along the way. And he told Tony about Drake, and man, you know I, uh, you could say this about a lot of the guys, but we're really excited about him. You know he. He just had his first track meet, and I think he popped off a 22, uh, or 21.6 200-meter uh, 200 dash. So here's a guy that can run, and then when you look at him, he's got some length. So you know the way we play our corners up tight, he's going to be able to, to, to do some great things for us. My Prius doesn't go that fast. <laughs> All right, let's move on, and
0: we're going to do two for one here because they're twin brothers. They hail from Austin, Texas, Vandegrift High School, Tyler and Trey Mongozi, and they were recruited by Coach Al Smith. And These guys, I've seen their tape, impressive players.
4: Good players, man, and, and to be honest, like they're, they're just as good as people. That family is incredible, uh, going in, and visiting them in the home and meeting mom and dad and uh, brother and sister. I think there's six, six, uh, six kids in that family, so uh, very loving family. I mean, these, these, these guys are going to make us better, and um, really excited about getting them out of Austin, Texas.
0: Tyler is a defensive back, and Trey is a wide receiver, and one thing about all these recruits is they're all great students, and I just kind of chuckled when I saw that not only are they twin brothers, but they have the same grade point average, 3.947, so not only good athletes, but good students.
4: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Their parents always talked about how they were the exact same as far as um, height and weight and speed and GPA and test scores and, and everything their whole life, so... Um, hopefully they can both come here and be extremely productive players and good people in the community uh, and kind of help that tradition carry on. So if
0: they each get six touchdowns, that's 12 total. That works. All right, we'll take six touchdowns all day. <laughs> 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 works me. All right, let's move on to our final defensive back, and that is Ethan Zager from Lincoln, Nebraska, recruited by Coach Bloss.
3: Yeah, Ethan was a guy that kind of got on our radar about a week ago, another random kind of connection. Um, his high school basketball coach used to do video work at Drake and kind of threw his name at him at us and as soon as I turned on the film I'm like yeah we got to get this guy here um and so his family did an awesome job just kind of working um, working to get him here kind of on short notice, and I think they kind of fell in love with, with the campus as soon as they got here. So, um, and as far as a football player, you know, he, he plays at a, a small school in Lincoln Lutheran High School where he, he did everything he's punting, he's kicking, playing quarterback, receiver, DB. So, his versatility is something that we're really excited about um, playing corner or safety
0: for us. And now it's time to move on to our defensive line. Two defensive linemen. Coach Smith, you recruited. Jason Christensen out of Cypress Woods High School in Cypress, Texas.
4: Yeah, really excited about about Jason and, and the possibility um, of him being a very productive player here. You know, he was a guy that I got on um, kind of late in the process in, in October, November. Um, Coach Cashmore really liked his tape, and um, I recruited him from that point. And uh, we, we fought some competition there for him, but uh, I think he saw the value in, in what he
0: gets here at Drake. So, really excited about him. Our other defensive lineman coming in in this class is Jacob Shipla. Uh, he hails from Joliet, Illinois, went to Manuka Community High School, and Coach Cashmore recruited him.
5: Yeah, both these guys I'm really excited about. Um, big, tall, long, lean bodies. You know, for me, I'm looking for really good athletes, and both of them, they're film, they, they are really good athletes. Um, and so to take, be able to take a guy like that and develop them, I, I think they have uh, the starting point, you know, they're at a starting point to where they could be really, really good. And, um, Jake, actually, you know, I've been recruiting him for a while, can never get him on campus, but he works out at Rudy's Gym, which is where former Drake football great John Huguenin works out, and that's how he first heard about Drake, who we were, what we were about. Um, and that got the ball rolling, and they were able to come and uh, really loved, you know, and saw why someone like John Huguenin chose to um, chose Drake. Uh, but both of them, both Jason and, and Shipley, they're going to both be awesome players here. John Huguenin, the all-time leading tackler in Drake football history,
0: thanks to the coaching of Coach Smith. Um, an H back from Blue Springs, Missouri, Elijah Stewart. And Coach Smith, you you got him to come to Drake.
4: Yeah, you know Eli's a, a really good a really good player out of the Kansas City area. Uh, versatile, plays some offense and some defense. Um, I know the offensive guys can speak to his to his tape, but again, another great family. Um, they had an older sister that actually came to Drake and fell in love with Drake as well, um, and uh, it kind of helped with the process. They were familiar from that from that uh, event, and um,
0: you know Eli Eli was super excited, so uh, we're super excited to have him. One kicker in the class that is Shane Dunning from Muskego High School in Wisconsin. Coach Walking Stick responsible for getting. Shane, and talk about Shane,
2: Coach. Yeah, uh, Shane's a kicker, punter, kicker punter combo guy. Um, two-time state champ at Muskego, so he he has proven that he performs well in big-time games. So that's that's huge. Uh, we expect him to come in, you know, and compete right away for the job for all three jobs. So
0: great guy to have around. Three linebackers in the class. Let's start with Hudson Fields from Chisholm High School in Enid, Oklahoma. And Coach Stepsis, you managed to get. Hudson to come from yeah. Oklahoma to, up to Drake, joining a slew of other guys from right. Oklahoma.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah. Hudson is the, you know, you look at him, he's the typical Drake kid. I mean, he's just a, a super smart, very progressive thinking, um, knows what he wants, and, and, and really was bought into Drake day one. And, you know, he's got a body and, and moves well enough to play a bunch of different positions. So that's one of the things we did like about him where – you know he he could line up on the interior of our of our defense at linebacker but probably would be just as at home on the edge or you know who knows how his frame is gonna fill out because he looks like he definitely um could benefit from our weight program and our, our strength and development program to where who knows where he could end up. But you know that's the one thing I loved about him was he was willing to play whatever. You know that's how bad he wanted to be here and we're excited to have him. Coach Warrett you went up to Woodbury
0: High School in Woodbury, Minnesota and landed Joe Frommelt, the linebacker, and his 4.29 GPA. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. Joe is a very
2: smart guy. Makes me feel not very smart being around him. Um, but all, smart guy, great kid, great family. Um, and I know he's a kid that came in the summer and, and uh, another kid that came to camp and ran really well. And um, yeah, I mean, I just think he's a guy just from this you know, part of the country that's
0: uh, a great guy to be able to be a part of the program and build on. And you know, guys will love him. The third linebacker in this. Class of 22, the second class, basically, after the first 14. But the third linebacker is Michael Rogers from Wheaton Warrenville South High School in Wheaton, Illinois. And Coach Bloss, you landed him.
3: Yeah, Wheaton South was my rival in high school. I went to Wheaton North and actually grew up playing um, basketball and football against Michael's older brother, Matt. Um, So Matt came on an official visit, I think the weekend before I did, to Drake. And we couldn't land him. He was a really, really good running back, so... I'm glad we got his, his younger brother. Um, so always great to, to get some um, Wheaton talent out this way because they play some good football out there. And uh, Michael's no different. He can run, he can hit, he came to camp, and I think he performed really well for Coach Smith. Who won those games, north or south? South won all of them.
0: Every one of them. They won three state <laughs> titles in four years <laughs> I was there. All right, moving on to the offensive line, three in this class of 22, the second class. We'll start with Daniel Bowers from Holland Hall High School in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Coach Stepsis.
1: Daniels, I, one of yours. I don't know where to start as far as how excited I am, you know, and, and the crazy thing is I don't think any of it has to do with his ability. He's a really good player. But um man, wait wait till our talent show and we hear him sing. Um, he's actually a music uh, major here. He's gonna major in that and, and theater and I just got a video from his mom of him singing the national anthem as either a wrestling match or a basketball game, and he's uh, Nathan Clayberg 2.0. I mean, this guy can really sing, and so he's got that talent, and he's got this great high-top fade going, and I I mean, everything about him um, beyond the playing part is, I'm just excited to have him on the squad. He's going to be a great addition. Well, Daniel Bowers is from Tulsa. Evan Maples is
0: from Edmond, Oklahoma. Edmond, Santa Fe High School, same high school as Drake Bulldog Dustin Anthony, you brought him in too.
1: Yeah, I mean, and again, uh, you know, e- Evans great as far as you know, what an incredible jump from his junior to senior year. He he did a phenomenal job of, of getting better and improving and really stood out. But again, you know, beyond the football stuff, he brings a ton to the table uh, academically. Man, super smart. Um, you know, very very driven as far as his academics are concerned. So he's going to help us on the field and off the field. And and you kind of hit on it. And we've done well in Oklahoma, but we've got some connections down there that help us. you know. So you know, whether it's the Anthony's helping us out on the, the west side of the state or the Ostrowski's that help us out on the east side of the state with the Tulsa kids, um, yeah, we've got a pretty positive name down there thanks to those guys. We'll get back to Oklahoma in just a
0: second, but uh, the final offensive lineman in this group hails from California, making it four recruits from California in this class. John Riley, an offensive lineman, from Chaminade College Prep School in Moore Park, California. And Coach Ware, he was spending a lot of time in California.
2: Yeah, man, great program. Shamanad, really good area, good football. JP uh, was a kid who uh, played both ways. Um, you know, uh, just, uh, man, an awesome, another awesome kid. Uh, I think uh, fits the Midwest really well. Uh, parents met in Nebraska. I mean, just so, got a lot of good Midwest ties. Uh, plays football like he's from the Midwest. Real blue-collar kid. Uh, fun kid. Very physical, too, isn't it?
0: Yep, you bet. All right, let's move on to quarterback, where there are two in this 22. We'll start with John Luke Bailey, a quarterback from Lamont High School in Lamont, Illinois. And Coach Cashmore, you brought him in.
5: Yeah, Luke um, came out to camp this summer and pressed out there and then stayed in contact with him throughout the fall. And uh, just a really fun, smart kid. Um, had a really good high school career. Had some weapons to throw to. But um, what's exciting about him, he's he looks like he's about 12 years old And hopefully he'll laugh when he hears that But it's true So he could really be, really get a lot bigger, a lot faster A lot stronger And he's already a talented guy So that's what I'm most excited about The other
0: quarterback in the class Hails from nearby Mount Pleasant, South Carolina Oceanside <laughs> Collegiate Academy Sean Cooney And Coach Flynn You were responsible for getting Sean
5: Yeah, so Sean is a guy Who is
1: actually uh, grew up with a guy from our first class, Ben Millman, and they were at camp together over the summer. And Ben's mom, after he committed in December, reached out to Coach Bloss and said, hey, are you guys still chatting with Sean? And so I jumped on the opportunity. We watched Coach Wert and I watched his film, and Coach Wert really, really liked what uh, what he saw. He's got uh, really phenomenal arm talent. I mean, he, he's got a pretty
6: big
0: arm on him, and so we're really excited to have him. One running back in the class, Tristan Burkett, from Fort Collins, Colorado, and Mike McClannathan is responsible for bringing Tristan aboard. Yeah,
6: I've been uh, recruiting Tristan for quite a while and uh, came to camp over the summer. Really liked him. He's a big, bigger running back, really physical out of Poudreau High School, and shared, shared the backfield with another Division I level kid uh, in that, that school. So for him to be playing as much as he did with a guy like that, I mean, they were pretty dominant. Um, he put up some impressive numbers, moves really well. Uh, and a physical runner, which matches our style of play here on our offense. And love having a guy like that run behind a big physical offensive
0: line. Colorado's been very good to Drake when it comes to football players. Not a lot of them, but the ones that have come have been really good players.
6: Yeah, we've got, we've got a pretty strong connection out there now. And since I started recruiting there, I've got family that lives in the area, so I've been able to spend some more time out there. And it seems like Denver is a natural fit. It's Midwestern values and things like that as well, similar to Oklahoma. It's not necessarily right next door, but it's been –
0: Seems like it's a natural home between here and Drake. We talked earlier about speed in this class, so now we're going to talk about the wide receivers. And I think if these guys don't play football, there's room on the track squad for them. But let's start with Carson Calloway, a wide receiver from Metro Christian Academy in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and his highlight tape is outstanding.
1: Yeah, don't say that too loud. The track thing. I no, want these <laughs> track coaches here. Here and we that. got
0: spring ball. Don't worry about it. Yeah,
1: them. right. Uh, but um, yeah, Carson, state champ. So, you know, his team was a, a first time state champ for that school. So for him to be a part of that and and a big reason for their success was the production on offense. So um they had an outstanding quarterback throwing it to him, but you know he, he was won the one. Quarterback. Right, correct. Um but you know, Carson was the one making a lot of those plays oh. and you know, getting yards after catch, but then also you saw on his tape him uh his willingness to block and, and, and be a force on the edge that way as well. So that's that's what we like the most about him is just the the level of intensity he brings not only in the passing game but also in the run game. You get one good wide receiver from Oklahoma, what do you do? You go back and get
0: another. Hunter Johnson from Crossings Christian School in Edmond, Oklahoma.
1: Carson's fast. Hunter's even faster. Yeah, Hunter is actually a state champ in the 110 high hurdles and also the 300 hurdles. So, he has the track speed, the backup, the film speed that you see, so, um, but yeah, you know, the, one of the, one of my favorite things about Hunter, you know, and it kind of goes beyond the field again, was when I went into the school to visit him, I actually ran into the track coach, and the track coach just went on and on and on about his work ethic, and his leadership, and how excited um, they were going to be to be a part of him defending these state titles, and and then, you know, right after I get done talking to the track coach, in chimes in, the people that are sitting in the front desk just going on and on about Hunter. So not only we get a dynamic guy on the field that's going to you know, wreak havoc in this league as far as uh, catching the ball on the edge and also blocking as well, but we're going to get a tremendous person that's going to help us take our team to new heights.
0: Coach Ward out in California, found time to visit Minnesota. Uh, I don't know if that was a direct flight from L.A. to Minneapolis, but... Uh, <laughs> Brandon Langdock, a wide receiver from St. Michael, Albertville High School in St. Michael, Minnesota, and he might be the fastest of them all. Yeah, Brandon came up this summer, uh, camp, and, uh, and just, he was the fastest
2: kid at our camp, and uh, man, he just, yeah, his speed jumps out at you for sure, a um, kid that can be able to get over the top of the defense, and that man, that's the thing that's exciting about this whole group, is there's tons of speed within this whole group of receivers, and, and uh, man, competition makes great football players, and they're all fast, and they all can challenge each other, and Brandon fits right in with that,
0: and in watching video of all these wide receivers, they're also return guys, so they can help
1: you in special teams as well. Oh yeah, that's that's a that's a requirement around here, man. Nobody nobody is immune to the teams, so you know those guys are definitely going to be used um, as not only return men but cover guys too. You know we we obviously need guys to be able to cover kicks, and all of them in their tape showed the toughness to be able to do that. And sometimes that's not the case with wide receivers. Uh, I know that's coming from a defensive guy, but you know, there's a reason sometimes guys are playing receiver and not DB is they're not tough, but these guys, um, they do not fit in that category. They're all tough guys and they're going to be factors on special teams as well.
0: Coach McClanathan went back home to St. Louis, brought in a wide receiver, Jacob McCauley.
6: Yeah, it's always good to bring guys in
0: from the 314. uh,
6: kind of making our presence felt down there a little bit more and more, uh, every year, uh, Jacob McCauley, when I went into Vianney High School, uh, Coach Masters, who, who's been in that that part part of the world for a long time, Coach Football, I don't think I've ever heard a coach rave about the type of kid we were getting like I have from him. It's not like I've been doing this as long as everybody in the room, but that stood out to me drastically. I mean, his tape was impressive. He's fast. Talk, we talked a lot about receiver physicality on the edge. She shows a lot of that. Um, was also an all-conference DB for his high school. And a powerhouse like Viani produces good football players and tough football players. So he's going to be a welcome
0: addition for sure. We mentioned Trey Mangazi as well, uh, the fifth wide receiver in that class. So those are the 22 um, that were brought in today on February 5th. And, again, you haven't stopped smiling, Coach. Is there a reason why?
1: I'm just excited. I mean, you know, it, 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 this class is its getting our roster to where it needs to be. And so not only from a, com- a competition standpoint, you know, Coach, where it hit on it as far as you know what what competition can do um to elevate the performance of others but from a depth standpoint from a practice standpoint you know we're going to be able to do things at a higher level now that um we're building the numbers and so yeah i'm 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 happy for the results i'm also happy for the guys around uh, the room here because you know they put in a ton of time um starting really a year ago you know so you know it's it's everything cyclical when it comes to coaching football and you know, just as this class uh as we're winding up this class we're going to be getting the you know the class of 2021 tomorrow looking for the next guys to, to come here so um you know these guys but around the room i wouldn't trade them for anybody and um not only are they great um coaches but obviously great recruiters and not going to be any good if uh, you don't have any good players out there i don't care how smart you are so um i'm happy for the class, but I'm also happy for the guys around the room and all the hard work that they put in, it really did pay off. Just one observation
0: that I would like to ask you about is in looking at these guys on tape, uh, which I've done, they all look like they love football. I mean, this this class, to me, it, it seems, it jumps out at me that, man, these guys really love to play the game. It's not an avenue to get an education or anything like that, but they
1: really love playing football, and I think that's a big thing. Oh yeah, it's just too hard. You know, I don't care where you're at. So whether it's here at Drake or whether it's down the street at, at Iowa City, it if you don't love it, it's just too hard to to want to keep doing. And so all these guys, um, you know, they're they're wired differently. All these guys when they came here, they were looking for something different. And so and and that's what we have here. You know, so we have this high level football program that plays all over the country and the world. Um, but then, you know, you've got this education that's going to challenge you, too. So all of a sudden, um, you know, we're talking to these players early about what Drake is and the challenges that come about as far as our student-athletes, and they wanted that. And so, you know, to, to know that they wanted that, that just means that they're going to be chomping at the bit to get started. They're going to give us everything they've got, um, not only because uh, they wanted this, but because they love the game. And then that's that's how you're successful at this level is you, you find a bunch of guys that are great football players that love the game. You're at thirty six right now. Any chance of a bigger number before it's all said and done? Yes, yeah, definitely. Um so you know, we're we're still talking to a few more guys. Uh you know, there's a couple positions that you know, we still have uh, you know, a couple of guys that are kinda out there. Um, that we're working with, but yeah, I, I, it wouldn't. Don't be surprised if we do add a few more um, here in the next couple weeks.
0: Recruiting never stops, but your focus changes. What's up next with spring ball?
1: Oh yeah. So uh, actually, today's our first day of uh, teaching sessions. So um, um, our guys will lift heavy and, and run heavy Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Wednesday we have a soft tissue lift that they'll all do. But then we also have teaching sessions uh, that we'll conduct either in the field house or once we get that turf cleaned out offside, we'll we'll, we'll go outside but um, you know work some fundamentals with those guys um, just getting them ready get their legs underneath them for spring ball and uh, we also have our leadership meetings on Wednesdays as well so uh, each class gets together and uh, you know talks about different facets of leadership and 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 what it takes to be a good leader and that's one of the things we're trying to do too we're trying to build a great team but we're trying to Build great people. You know that are going to make a difference in this world. To you know, to be a game changer on the field and and in the future. So um, the focus now really does shift. It's always been on our players, but um, you know, we've always had our 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 time elsewhere with recruiting. And now that recruiting is over with, yeah, we're going to start to work on the 2021 class. But um, we're really diving in with our players now. So we're we're all in the weight room in the afternoons with those guys and. You know, today we'll, we'll spend a little more individual time with them, you know, talking some more football and uh, spring ball, March eighth, uh, right around the corner. It'll be here before we know it, and I'm really excited to see how how our current roster, the ones that are here now on campus, perform. And then spring ball goes into April, where you'll
0: have the spring game. Towards the end of April.
1: Yep. So uh, April, uh, I think it's April seventeenth or eighteenth. Eighteenth you know, is eight, the game. 18th. Yeah, the eighteenth is the game. So um, you know, we got a couple of things planned really. Uh, you know, at the end of, of spring. So the seventeenth, we're we're gonna have a little golf out at Waveland um, Golf Course. So you know, the current team can can bring some uh, you know dads or moms to play with them. Um, but then also alumni are gonna come out going to invite a couple of community people out there, too. So it's going to be a good time playing golf, uh, eating some food, enjoying each other's company. And, uh, and then Saturday, the game, we'll play a little alumni flag football game before the game. We'll have the game, and then we'll find a little happy hour or something after the game for, for any alumni that are still around and not injured after the the flag football game. So, yeah, it's going to be a busy couple weeks for us. And then um, in May, you know, we've, we've got a couple uh, um exciting things planned. uh, One of those being um, a trip down to see the Chiefs. So, uh, you know, the the Super Bowl world champion uh, Kansas City Chiefs has a a former Drake alumni, Brendan Daly, who's the D-line coach. And man, you know, his fourth Super Bowl championship, his fourth ring. um, So maybe when we're down there visiting, uh, I can start drinking some of that sauce that he's got going because uh, the football gods, man, they've been, they've been with him. And He's obviously a great coach and a great teacher of the game, and so hopefully we can learn some things while we're down there. I don't think Brandon's forty years old yet, is he? Ah, That's a great question. I don't. He might just. He might be my age. Um, He might be in his early forties, but he played in the mid early nineties, mid nineties, mid nineties. Ninety
0: seven, I think, was his last year. So yeah, he'd be mid forties. Okay. Mid forties, but uh, four Super Bowl rings, not bad. Yeah, not too shabby. Think he could loan me one? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. All right. Anything else you want to add? Uh, Otherwise, we'll wrap things up and
1: go to meetings. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Any, anything by the group here? No? Everybody's good? No, so, just
2: an awesome group of kids, man. We're really fired up about these guys. I'm really fired up about, I don't know, offensively, these guys come in and, and like I said, compete and fly around the field and, man, get after it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this group's about competition, about
4: raising our level of competition on both sides of the ball. And... Um, we brought some speed in but we brought some tough guys and some smart guys and we're going to make a, an impact on the field and
0: off the field so really excited just want to remind everybody we'll probably do another one of these
1: around the spring game correct oh absolutely we may even do maybe do one before spring ball starts and then maybe towards the spring game so yeah, right. we'll see something's always happening so glad to share it with
0: all the Drake football fans out there so thank you for tuning into this podcast appreciate your interest and support of Drake University football Chuck Reed, along with head coach Todd Stepsis and all the assistants, Sam Stick, Steve Flynn, Mike McClanathan, John Bloss, Kirk Wareett, Alan Smith, and, of course, Coach Willie Cashmore. So thanks again for tuning in, and as always, go Bulldogs.